What's going on, Radio Free Istvan listeners? Uh, this is Michael with Radio Free Istvan and Ryan with Radio Free Istvan. Go ahead and say hi, Ryan. What's going on, guys? And uh, once again, this is going to be not for you, uh, I guess, you players that have been playing for a while. and Maybe maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you just want to see something about the uh, Prey Tour. But uh, this is actually going to be a rundown of the Prey Tour unit choice inside of the age of darkness uh age of darkness book there so basically what you can do with the praetor that you get inside of your calf box and kind of give you a little breakdown of uh what you can do with it what you can run it as uh, we get a lot of questions about things that to do with the calf box you know how do i use my calf box you know i'm from 40k we have chapter masters and we have this you know what the hell's a praetor you know this is just like a kind of a, a generic rundown of what you can do with the praetor and uh, we're going to go ahead and just cover that with you guys. Uh, you want to kick it off, Ryan? Kind of. Yeah, so this is more just like a generic Praetor rundown. I didn't specifically go with the loadout that's in the Kalf box. Um, we can talk a little bit about that, but um, typically you don't see Praetors in Terminator armor. Would you agree with that, Michael? Uh, yeah, no, you don't, because they come with Artifice armor out the gate. Like, yeah, and... You can buy a Iron Halo for them, which gives them a four-up invul. So, and there's no reason to put them in Cataphracty because then you can't run Overwatch or sweep. So you almost always just leave them in Artificer armor. But we can go over the the Terminator guy that's in there too. So as far as Praetors go, they're in my opinion easily the best and most important generic HQ choice. Um, the biggest reason for this is because they got the best stat line um, of any generic character in 30k. Um, they also have the most extensive war gear list for a character, so they have access to like things like a Paragon Blade, an Iron Halo, things like that, that other generic characters do not have access to. And most importantly, at, at the time that the game was released. It was the only generic character that could unlock uh, rights of war through the Master of the Legion rule. Now you can take a Delegatus, which is a console, to do the same thing. But it's still nice to have that uh, Praetor option so you can get a really killy close combat character with tons of uh, gear and accessories you can throw on him that also unlocks the right of war. So tactically, this guy is pretty much just a close combat guy. Um, as far as shooting, he's going to have like a bolt pistol or a bolter or like a single Volkite charger or whatever. So he's definitely more for close combat. Um, pretty much regardless of how you load him out, he, you know, he's, he's good in close combat. He's weapon skill six with four base attacks and he comes with bolt pistol chainsword, I believe. But I mean, obviously you're going to want to upgrade the chainsword to at least a power weapon, I would imagine. So he's essentially almost always going to going to be five attacks, you know, standing still in a standard loadout. Um, he's also the only generic uh, character with three wounds. Uh, and as I said before, he has gear that no other characters can take. Um, the typical generic loadout that you need to be aware of that you're going to most often see is he comes in artificer armor, so most people leave him in that. Then most people give him an iron halo to make him have a four pin vol as well. And then most people give them a Paragon Blade, which sometimes they Mastercraft and sometimes they don't. But he almost always has a Paragon Blade. Uh, 
then they usually give him digital lasers, which gives him an extra attack, which will make him a five base, a six if he has two close combat weapons, and then seven on the charge. Um, and then they usually give him melt bombs. So just lock that in your head as being the generic Praetor. Uh, that's what you'll run into a lot. So whenever I refer to generic Praetor, I'm talking about this, you know, bolt pistol, paragon blade, artificer armor, uh, iron halo, melt bomb, digital laser guy. You know, that that's pretty much what you run into. Would you agree that's with that? Sta- that's standard. I mean, you, what's that Praetor got? Uh, you know, iron halo, paragon blade. I mean, you're going to see it everywhere. Everybody you play is at one point, you're going to come across that exact. Right. That he's so, about. so let's go over. And it's let's a good go into the, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's go into the Paragon Blade and why that's specifically very important. So the, the Praetor is the only generic character that can take this in a Marine list. Um, I believe in Mechanicum, the Archmagos can take them. Um, and then I believe in Solar Auxiliaria, the Lord Marshal can. And I think that's it because Militia can't get one and obviously knights you can't put a paragon blade on a quest horse knight so be tight um so right now there's only you know three different character types that can get these uh so it's plus one strength so if you're you know most marines are obviously strength four so it's going to go to five and then it's ap2 and then it swings at initiative so praetors are initiative five so you're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of five to seven Strength 5, AP 2, attacks at initiative. And then the the icing on the cake is that if you roll a 6 to wound, it inflicts instant death. So it's a pretty damn good weapon. I think they're like 25 points, if I recall. Um, I think they're cheaper on a Terminator because you trade in a power weapon for it instead of a chainsword. Um, but um, yeah, so pretty solid weapon. And you should definitely be aware of the instant death aspect of it if you face it, and also if you're using it. Um, you can fish for sixes against things like Castellax or Thanatars or whatever and, uh, you know, kill a big multi-wound robot in a single swing. It's pretty nice. Um, so the other thing you can do that I don't see a lot of people doing but I actually think is pretty good is you could trade in your bolt pistol as well for a power fist. The reason that's good is I, I forgot to mention a paragon blade is a specialist weapon. So it's only one handed, but it is specialist. So you don't get the bonus attack for two close combat weapons unless you have another specialist weapon. And it doesn't have to be paired. It just has to have the specialist weapon rule. So you can trade in your bolt pistol for a power fist and then have a power fist paragon blade and get the bonus attack. And not only that, but because the Paragon Blade's only instant death on a roll of a six to wound, whereas if you're fighting another tough four character, if you don't, if you're not too concerned about going first, you can just switch to the Power Fist, you know, absorb whatever damage they put out with, and then hit them once with the Power Fist to just remove them because it's going to double them out. So it gives, and then also if you get into it with a Dreadnought or a vehicle or whatever, obviously the Power Fist is the better option. So it makes the guy more flexible for close combat and gives you that bonus attack. Um, I think a power fist on him is 20 points. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. So it's only five points more than digital lasers, and people already pay you know 15 points for that um, just to get the attack without the flexibility of going to strength eight. So something you can consider. Um, 
The other thing, what's what's cool about him is he he has a you can basically buy a third weapon slot for him. So like I said, he comes with bolt pistol chainsaw, and you can trade those in for any of these close combat options. But he's got a third option to buy a bolt gun, combi bolter, or a volkite charger. So even though you can you can give him a shooting attack, even if you trade both of his uh, other weapons for close combat weapons. So if you're just totally obsessed with him having to have a gun for fluff purposes or whatever, that you would be like, you know, there's never going to be this guy just running around with a fist and a sword. You know, he's going to have some shooting as a Marine. That's he cool. has you other people that. to shoot for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just for two points, you can give him a bolt gun and he can still have a power fist to Paragon blade. Pretty cool. So the other thing, this uh, Praetors can also take um, jet bikes uh, and bikes and um, jet bikes and jump packs. So if you have a unit you want to attach him to that you know uses one of those modes of transportation, no big deal. You can throw it on your Praetor, you know, and attach him. He also unlocks a chosen unit, which I'm not going to get deep into these guys, but they're they're pretty good. They're kind of like uh, veteran tactical Marines, but they come in. Uh, artificer armor and if depending on how you've armed your praetor uh they can take the same thing so like if you have a praetor on a bike they can buy space marine bikes and all that stuff so uh, that's pretty cool so i'll run down through oh well, let's talk about the one that's in the calf box so the one in the calf box comes with a combi melta and a chain fist in cataphracty armor which isn't a terrible loadout. Um, he that particular loadout would far and away work best with um, salamanders. Uh, we'll get get to that in a second as to why that is. But to be honest, it's not a super great loadout. It would work well, maybe in some other legions if you're going like real terminator heavy and you're deep striking those terminators, uh, like Imperial Fist that could buy you know teleport transponders or night lords, or if you're doing orbital assault. And you want your guy to be able to deep strike and be all right. Or maybe it's just fluff reasons. Maybe your Praetor just wants to have Terminator armor. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, people like, like I that, said, man. it's, it's definitely not a very strong, uh, rules choice. Uh, just because it's, you know, he already comes with the two up save. You can buy him a four up invul for less than you can buy Terminator armor for him. So, and then when you buy Terminator armor, Unless you buy lightning claws or spend a ton of points, I don't, I don't know that there's a way actually to get to uh, close combat weapons on Terminator other than lightning claws. So you're basically costing yourself an attack or potential to gain an extra attack because at least the power armor guy you can buy a second specialist weapon if you go Paragon Blade. So yeah. it's just it's just not ideal. So anyway, uh, so here's some quick quick loadouts by Legion. So some of these I'm just going to say generic loadout plus whatever. And when I say generic loadout, we're again talking about, uh, you know, Paragon Blade, Iron Halo, you know, digital lasers, uh, and, you know, melt bombs, whatever. But um, so here's some loadouts by Legion. So Emperor's Chill, these are just, there's definitely aren't the only way to do it. These are just ones I thought were kind of cool, maybe fitting. Uh, for the Legion. So, Emperor's Children, uh, Arti Artificer Armor, uh, Paragon Blade, Power Fist, so that's going to get net you the extra attack, Iron Halo for the 4-up save, Digital Lasers for another extra attack, Volkite Charger, so that you uh, match your buddy uh, Fulgrim. That's kind of what he's armed with, too. All day. And then, um, 
Sonic Shriekers. Definitely throw that Legion Specialist War Gear on there. Um, and then this guy's also, you could run him with a jump pack bike or jet bike. It'd be pretty fluffy. So for Iron Warriors, essentially uh, kind of do something similar. It'd be cool to give him Artificer Armor, Paragon Blade, Power Fist for the extra attack, then Iron Halo, then Digital Lasers, then give him some type of shooting weapon like Bolt Gun, whatever, and then give him the Warsmith upgrade. So when you take the Warsmith upgrade, it gives you a Servo Arm, which is another attack. Um, so this dude is going to get a shitload of attacks because he's going to, you know, he's basically maxed out. He could be seven attacks on the charge and then the extra Servo Arm attacks, eight attacks on the charge. Pretty, pretty beastly. Um, that uh, that server arm does not play around either. Yeah. So Imperial Fist, this is one of the few that you almost always want to run in Terminator armor, solely because they get a Storm Shield. They're one of the few legions, them and Salamanders, the only two that get a shield-type item. But they get the traditional Storm Shield from 40k, where it's just a 3-up involve, but you can only take it on a character in Terminator armor. So... Unfortunately, though, you probably... The way I have this guy loaded out is Tartaros Terminator Armor, Storm Shield, Paragon Blade, Digital Lasers. So the reason you want to go Tartaros Armor so you can still sweeping advance and run, do all the good stuff. Um, plus, you know, Tartaros, the drawback is it has a 5-up invol, but you're buying a Storm Shield, which gives you 3-up invol anyway, and you only get one or the other, so you're always going to go Storm Shield. So it basically gets rid of all the drawbacks from Tartaros Armor, but allows you to get all the benefits of it. So, I guess you could take that Kalth guy and maybe do some converting on him and say he's in Tartaros, or you could get one of the new, uh, the, what was the, the Tribune guy that came out with the weird two-handed sword thing here yeah, recently? It, he's a, that, was, that was a Paragon Blade, but, uh, that's yeah. a, it's a, it, it was a, a vent-only mini, like it was a limited edition mini. So, if you yeah, find one you on might the be internet. Able, yeah, find one on the internet, on eBay, whatever. Um, so, it'd be pretty cool. So, Night Lords, you could do, uh, you know, pretty much the same generic loadout, Artificer, Armor, Paragon Blade, uh, Power Fist or not, uh, Iron Halo, Digital Lasers, and then give him uh, Trophies of Judgment. This is another guy that he makes sense to give a jump pack bike or jet bike to, just the way the army plays. Um, it'd be pretty cool. So Iron Hands, this one's kind of interesting. So... Do the generic stuff like we've been talking about. Paragon Blade, Power Fist, Iron Halo, Digital Lasers, and then you can give him a shooting weapon or not. But these guys gain access to a thing called a Cyber Familiar, which increases your invulnerable save by one and allows you to reroll characteristic tests. It's one of the better pieces of war gear in the game. So this is one of the few Praetors, uh, like the Imperial Fist and the Salamanders that we'll get to, that can jump up to a 3-up invul, which is pretty impressive. And then you can also give him the Iron Father upgrade, which also gives him a Servo Arm. So this guy's just like that Iron Warriors guy, except with a three-up invul save on top of it and being able to re-roll failed characteristic checks. So this guy's one of the nastier Praetors in the game. The only drawback is if you go Iron Father or Warsmith, you cannot give them Jump Pack Bike or Jet Bike. They're on foot only, so you'll want to probably put him with a unit in a transport. So World Eaters pretty much generic they don't really have any special legion war gear so just whatever generic loadout you want to give them uh ultramarines generic loadout like we've been talking about but they get a, a special piece of armor called a mantle of ultramar which gives you uh feel no pain 
which is pretty nice. So it basically replaces your artificer armor, but it's still a two-up save and gives you feel no pain. So I would take advantage of that if I played Ultramarines. Uh, Death Guard, generic loadout we've been talking about, you know, keeping the artificer armor and running the other stuff. But if you take their Rite of War, that was the original one. I, what's it? The, the Reaping? The Reaping is, yeah, that's it. Um, so the, that particular Rite of War allows you to put rag grenades on all your independent characters. So definitely put rag grenades on this guy if you get the opportunity to. Um, so Sons of Horus, same thing, pretty much generic loadout. Um, he's another one that... If you want to put a jump pack bike or jet bike on them, it seems pretty fluffy. Uh, word bearers, generic loadout, um, but they get a uh, upgrade called Burning Lore, which you can make any chaplain, centurion, or praetor in your army a level one psyker that has access to, believe, biomancy and telepathy. So I I do this on all my word bearer characters. Um, that I can give them. I mean, it's a 30 point upgrade to make them, you know, level one psyker. It's pretty cool. I usually give my guys biomancy because these guys are already close combat. Almost everything in biomancy will benefit this guy. If you hit iron arm, he gets like super disgusting in a hurry. Same thing with uh, the uh, warp speed. It's you don't want to run into a, a dude running around with a paragon blade with warp speed on him. Not <laughs> at all. It gets, gets pretty ugly. Um, the, you know, in feeble, you can a feeble unit go into him. So there's a lot of good. I would definitely stick with uh, biomancy. I think it's probably the the best upgrade. Um, so salamanders. This is one that this is another one that we need to single out. So salamanders gain access to this thing called a dragon scale storm shield. So the cool thing about a dragon scale storm shield is it increases any invulnerable save you already possess by one. So he's another one I like to put in terminator armor. Um, he's also one of the few that I don't, it's the only one on this list I have here, not armed with the Paragon Blade. <laughs> so the reason is, well, we'll just go through the loadout and then I'll explain it. So I, I give my guy Cataphracty Terminator Armor, which is a two up, four up. Then a, you replace the Combi Bolter with a Dragon Scale Storm Shield, which makes him a two up, three up. And then Salamanders can Mastercraft a weapon for only five points. So then I give him a Mastercrafted Chain Fist. And then you buy digital lasers to give him the extra attack. The big thing about salamanders is they get another special piece of warrior called a mantle of the elder drake. It gives this guy eternal warrior. So the reason I'm not giving him a paragon blade is because the main reason, the main cool thing about a paragon blade is it strikes at initiative, and then it has this like slight chance of instant death. Why well, give this guy a chain fist because it's strength eight, so it's almost always going to be instant death and ignoring feel no pain and all that shit because it's doubling guys out. But you have the, with mantle the elder Drake. If you run into another guy with a paragon blade or something like that, you don't worry about getting instant death before you fight because they're going to have to take all three wounds off of you and you're going to have a two up three up. So you're essentially so durable you don't care about going first and then you just swing back with a ton of chain fist attacks, which will you know rip apart. Uh, dreadnoughts, you know, vehicles, whatever. So it just makes this guy super well-rounded uh, because he can be so defensive. So he's got kind of a unique loadout. So Raven Guard, pretty much generic loadout. I feel like this is another Legion where you can go jetpack, uh, or jump pack, sorry, bike or jet bike, and it's pretty, pretty fluffy. So Alpha Legion, 
pretty much generic loadout. If you don't want to spend a bunch of points on a power fist for the second, you know, to, to give him that extra attack, they do have access to a thing called a power dagger, which you're almost always going to use your paragon blade instead of the dagger. But the thing about the dagger is it's still a specialist weapon, so you can get that bonus attack for less points. I think I still like the power fist just for the flexibility better, but it's something to think about. They also have an upgrade called Venom Spheres, which gives you Hammer of Wrath. So it's a unique upgrade that can help the Praetor if you want to throw that on there. This is another one that also you could throw a jump pack bike or jet bike on there to probably, you know, still you could work it into fluff, be, be pretty fluffy. Um, so White Scars, I would still stick, once again, generic loadout. I would definitely put this guy on a bike or jet bike. Can't get any more fluffy than that. Um, Dark Angels, same thing, generic loadout, but make sure that you model your Paragon Blade as a sword because <laughs> the uh, the Dark Angel uh, special rules give you bonuses if you have a sword. So Paragon Blade says it could be modeled as any type of weapon, so just model as a sword and you'll get your Dark Angel bonuses for that. Uh, Blood Angel, so this is another one. This is the only other one besides the Salamander that I do not have a Paragon Blade on it because I feel like the Blade of Perdition is one of the only weapons, maybe the only weapon that strikes at initiative that bests a Paragon Blade. All so the Blood, the Blood Angel uh, loadout is essentially the same as all these other generic loadouts, except you swap the Paragon Blade for the Blade of Perdition. So a Blade of Perdition is just strength as user, so it's one less strength than the Paragon Blade. It is still AP2. It is still it is two-handed instead of specialist, so you, there's no way to get a bonus attack with it. It comes pre-Mastercrafted, so you don't have to buy Mastercrafted. It already has Mastercrafted on it. The big difference is this thing has an ability uh, every time it inflicts a wound, it becomes two wounds. So, like, if I... Roll if I need a three to hit you and I roll a three, and then I need a four to wound you and I roll a four. That you now have to save against two AP two wounds. So, on a tooled out Praetor, I think you can end up with like six attacks or something like that on the charge. You know, you could potentially throw out 12 AP two wounds at uh initiative five, which is pretty good. So, that's pretty much it. That's uh Pretty much uh, all the legions that are out now. Uh, I didn't do obviously Space Wolves or Thousand Suns or any of that because it's you know we don't have rules for that yet. If you want to run those legions, you still can and just take the generic legion upgrade of Furious Charge or Stubborn. Um, obviously, Furious Charge is going to benefit the Praetor more, um, and it will also that would also fit with Space Wolves. So if you're a Space Wolf player, you can always run one of these generic loadouts with Furious Charge on it wouldn't be bad um thousand suns i think i'd just wait <laughs> that's going to be one of those that they might have some really crazy warrior or psychic powers or maybe some interesting loadouts for those so uh is there anything you want to add to this michael uh nothing really uh just touching back on the uh raven guard praetor uh just a reminder on that one guys especially if you're just getting into the game uh modeling it in just artificer armor with a Paragon Blade Power Fist, will give it the ability to infiltrate. Uh, whereas if you put a jump, back, jump pack, bike, or jet bike on the Raven Guard uh, Praetor, he will not get to infiltrate. He gets Furious Charge, though, right? He gets Furious Charge if he's in the jump pack. Yeah, so you can. that's kind of cool because you can. it's built-in flexibility. If you want to infiltrate, you leave him off the stuff. If you want uh, Furious Charge, you give him one of those things. Yes, sir. It's kinda well, that's all I got, man. Everything else, man, spot on. 
So just uh, definitely something to uh, keep in mind whenever you're first modeling up. And uh, if you're kind of concerned on actually how to convert up a Praetor, uh, because, you know, basically there's not... Like, if you have any of the legions that aren't going to be using the Terminator armor, uh, like, you know, you're going to run Night Lords, Iron Hands, anything like that, the would Iron Artificer armor would be the preferred method to go. Guys, any one of those... Uh, any one of those troops that you get inside the Kalth box, you can get yeah, it up yeah, yeah. into, into sure. artifice armor. Just buy, like get on eBay and find like just a one-off like torso and head from one of the upgrade kits or whatever, or maybe a cool cape or there's just, there's, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not a big deal. Like Michael said, you get what 30 power armor guys in there, just convert one up. Yeah. So he'll be solid. You could maybe but, uh, even make that chaplain that comes in there into one. Yeah, I've seen a lot of conversions making that chaplain into a uh, into a praetor. A lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah, which it's a good it's a good it's a good buy, man. Yep, seriously. So, but yeah, that's gonna be it, man. I do not have anything else. Yep, that's be it for Me you. either. Yep, short and sweet. Short and sweet, guys. Uh, once again, we are uh, Michael and Ryan with a Radio Freeist fan. It is a 30k Horus Heresy podcast. You can catch us. Maybe you know you find this useful there's a lot of useful things in the actual podcast itself uh ryan just wanted to put something like this together for the newer players out there so they can you know jump in with a little bit put put a toe in a little easier you know so uh if you have any questions for us uh even i mean anything from list helping to uh you know unit builds anything like that you can send us both an email at michael at warhammer 30k.com or ryan at warhammer 30k.com and uh, we, we're pretty quick at getting back to your emails, guys. And uh, we normally we will discuss any emails we got on the actual podcast itself. And uh, as well, you can find us on uh, the Forgotten Legion 30K Facebook page or the South Texas Horace Heresy 30K uh, Facebook group. We're pretty quick on there. And then, of course, Warhammer 30K Reddit. So uh, that's going to be it, guys. Appreciate you listening in. Y'all have a good one.